Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Well, today on the podcast, the Move family is sharing their coming out of anesthetic stories. And they are just as embarrassing as you think they might be. That's fun. Also, the newest perfume at Sephora has a great big old Halifax connection. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with it. Also, Sunny D is launching an adult version targeting the millennial market. We'll tell you what to expect. Your $1,000 minute advantage is what you can expect right now. It's the answer to question number 10 for the Thursday, March $9,000 minute. The answer is licorice or anise. Wake up. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Good morning, Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Nothing like kicking off your morning with Mambo number five. Good morning. <laughs> How can you be in a bad mood when you have that? Oh, you I'll up? find a way, Aaron. <laughs> oh, Don't come you on. worry. Uh, kind of a gorgeous morning. It's snowing very gently out there. It's mm. a little bit magical this morning. Magical? I'd say it's a bit magical. Someone is in a good I mood. I am in a good mood. Is it because it's International Women's of Day? Of course. Ah, okay. That Hello. explains Hello. Happy it. International Women's Day. I brought ice cream. I was going to say, did you remember the ice cream? I did. She okay. wanted me to bring ice cream for International Women's Day, and I said... <laughs> Well, I got you covered. Of course. We're also going to be using that ice cream to try the new uh, fruit roll-up challenge that's all over the internet right now. Uh, putting ice cream inside of a fruit roll-up. Apparently, it's an amazing snack. I'm oh, just really? Saying. It's just an opportunity and a, an excuse to eat ice cream in the morning. Um, I went to buy the fruit roll-ups yesterday, uh, and it you, was one of those moments where it was like, tell me that you're not a parent without telling me that you're not a parent. <laughs> Because I was Googling, what aisle will I find fruit roll? Like, I had no idea where to look. I went to the cookie and candy and snacks aisle first. Mm. Not in there. Oh, really? They were with the granola bars. I was what? like, I don't know if this would classify <laughs> as a granola bar, but I secured the goods. And where did you find them in the end? It was at, it was at a grocery store, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Sobeys next to all the gr- okay. granola bars. I was, I was like, well, I was not expecting it here. I thought might you might even have to go to a full-on candy store to find uh-uh, them. Uh-uh, they still got them. So they had those and the fruit by the foot. Those were the uh, long, long, long ones that you would wrap around your thumb and suck on it all day. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's not a healthy uh, snack. Uh, we used to lie to ourselves and say that fruit leather, do you remember that? Oh my God, totally. Yeah, that that must be healthy. And, uh, you know what? And this brought me back when I was buying it. I was like, I remember you would be able to buy the fruit roll-ups that had tongue tattoos. I don't know if your kids had these, but you would lay it against your tongue and it would transfer a tattoo. Like, kids are so weird. Why would we ever need something like that? Right. It was like a flood of emotions and, and memories coming back to me yesterday. Every uh, package came with a free tongue piercing. Oh, probably. God. <laughs> <laughs> Just what every parent needs, right? Ah. <laughs> so we will be trying out that fruit roll-up challenge later on today. We'll post a video up on our socials. We'll do the review for you. International Women's Day. In almost every country in the world, the life expectancy for women is higher than men. Virtually all causes of death, women do better at living than do men. (laughs) Uh, Not really entirely sure of why scientists aren't really sure about this, but they put it down probably to uh, the presence of estrogen in the body, improving immune function and a whole bunch of other things. Yay. So more estrogen for all of us, and maybe we would all live a little longer. What do you think, scientists? Let's think about that. <laughs> um, at the first Winter Olympic Games in 1924, the only event open to women 
was, can you possibly imagine what that might be? Thinking I have about no idea. Figure skating. Oh, right. Yes. Mm, yeah. Of course. Women were not allowed to compete in track and field events at the Summer Olympics until 1928. Wow. International Women's Day. What the fact? The world's first novel, The Tale of Genji, was published in Japan around a thousand years ago or so. And the author was female. So the first novel in the world that we are aware of was uh, written by a woman named Murasaki Shibiku. No, that's not it. Let me get it right in case she's listening. <laughs> Shikibu. Okay. Murasaki Shikibu. Must be it. Still revered today. And we had a pretty good novel written by a woman early on in the history of uh, colonizer uh, Canada. Uh, Roughing It in the Bush, published it published in 1852 by Susanna Moody, told us about, uh, you know, life in the hard Ontario North, mostly. So uh, that's that's about it. That's all I've got for okay. you. Okay. We'll come back to the women living longer than men in every country <laughs> in the world. That's not right, is it? Oh, Happy boy. International Women's Day. Getting you pumped up for the day. It is International Women's Day today. Yes, I am so lucky to be working <laughs> alongside a strong, fearless woman. Oh, thank you. That is very sweet. It's the truth. Now, to celebrate International Women's Day. <laughs> what are we doing? Women on social media. <laughs> they are sharing things that have clearly not been designed for women. Things that should be redesigned with women in mind because whoever came up with these things were not thinking about us. Have you ever looked at something and, and just said, this must have been designed by, by a, a man. man. This is not working for me. 100%. Okay. First thing on the list, <laughs> pockets. Pockets are not designed for women. And if there's one thing women love, it's yes. pockets. Yes, you buy a dress, it has pockets. <laughs> we love it. They're not designed to be large enough for women. We mm -hmm. get tiny little stupid pockets, or even better, we'll buy new pants and the pockets are sewn shut. Why is that a thing? Has that ever happened to you? Of course not. Everything. <laughs> I've never <laughs> bought a pair of pants that didn't have pockets. If I if I did, I'd probably take them back and say, there's something wrong here. Yeah. This has no pockets. I literally will cut the stitches out of it because it, it's an actual pocket. Why has it been sewed shut? I have no idea. For men, on the other hand, they have made things that men get made fun of for wearing that have extra large pockets in places you never would have thought and of what putting are you, pockets. What are you putting in there? What are you carrying around? You're putting everything in there. You're putting your wallet in there. <laughs> I'm talking about cargo pants oh. and cargo shorts. Okay. Literally <laughs> designed for men and called cargo. You're supposed to put cargo in your pants. And as if you're putting cargo <laughs> in your pants. Yeah. So pockets mm -hmm. are something that uh, should be redesigned with women in mind. Uh, <laughs> second thing on the list, which I love, bathrooms. Bathrooms and bars and whatever. We need to have hooks everywhere where we can hang our bags. When I go to the bathroom, I'm always holding my bag and I'm looking around going, where do I put this? Right. I have to balance it on top of the gross toilet paper dispenser. Yeah. I'm holding it up as I'm using the washroom because I'm not putting it on the floor. Of course not. Not to mention when you're going out to eat or something and you sit at a dinner table, there's nowhere to put your bag. Yeah. Everyone needs to put those little hooks that you can get under the table. May I apologize right now? Uh -huh. I never, ever thought of that in particular. I, I, men run into the same 
sorts of issues. With what? Well, I mean, when you go into, I'm thinking of the gym, you you want to go into the bathroom before you go to the shower or go to the gym, whatever, and there are no hooks. There's no place to put but anything. But that's for anybody in general. I'm right. talking about people who carry bags. And But women need something extra, something yeah. they need to be in every bathroom. Totally. Okay. Every bathroom, every bar, every restaurant, everywhere you go. And my favorite, personally, on the list so far, uh, things that are clearly not designed for women, think of... Like massage tables or floaty devices that you put in a pool. Mm -hmm. They need to have boob holes. When you're going for a massage and you're laying down on a table and your boobs are squished, it is the least comforting thing that can that can happen. Massage tables Massa- with boob holes. Anything that we need to lay down on, things just need to come with boob holes. And I mentioned the pool floaty because I saw that somebody actually invented this last summer. Somebody invented a pool floaty specifically that you can lay down on your stomach, tan, and there's boob holes, and I need one. I'm going to look it up how much it costs. Actual floaty floaties with boob holes. With boob holes. You can look I that suge- up. Can I Google that? <laughs> <I'm scared. laughs> this pool float has a special hole for your boobs. It's pink. It's gorgeous. And I think we all need one like that in our lives. Okay. <laughs> you have nothing to say to that. I do. I do. I do. I just didn't want to admit it. I would be totally down with the massage tables with boob holes too. <laughs> <laughs> you need. You want the boob holes? They would. That would be very I mean, it helpful. Would be comfortable. It would be right? comfortable for me. So we're talking about things that were. <laughs> Clearly designed, maybe by a man, clearly not designed for women. They, they need to be redesigned with women in mind. They just don't work because a man <laughs> designed it and expected you to use it. What do you want to add to the list? Give us a shout. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. I've got another one. This is was wild to me and something that, of course, as a man, I've never thought about. And I'm going to guess, Aaron, that probably you haven't either. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, the whole CPR thing. Somebody has a heart attack in public and somebody starts CPR. Women are... 25, a little less than 25, but almost 25% less likely to survive in that case when somebody starts CPR than are men. The odds are never all that great, but women are 25 less, 25% less likely to survive that sort of thing, oh to be gosh. revived. The okay. reason they figure is because people have been training on mannequins, not womanikins. Oh. Mannequins. Oh, I never thought about that. Not to mention the whole kind of thing, the the taboo against touching women's boobs. And during (laughs) training, all of the men out there are kind of avoiding that area of the body in general. It's a mannequin. But they've been training on (laughs) mannequins, not womanikins. We need mannequins with boobs. Is that not a thing? It's not. That's weird. That's bizarre. And and don't be weird about it. (laughs) God. They exist, womanikins, but they are much fewer. There are many fewer of them than there are mannequins. Never think of that. No. Never. Uh, Okay. Now, this text says seats and headrests in cars. Yeah. Uh, headrests in your car. I mean, the seats, I think, are meant for larger people, this text says, but the headrests on cars. 
They're not made for people who put their hair up in ponytails. It is uncomfortable. I drive two hours round trip daily, and it is so annoying. It's funny. I actually just watched a TikTok about this, about how it is unsafe for people. You know? Do you know what a clock clip is? A clock. Oh, uh, yeah, I know what a, a clock clip. A clip, and you put your hair I, back. I've never heard clip. that phrase, but I can immediately see one. That's what it's called. And I just, I just watched a TikTok yesterday about how dangerous it is to wear one of those when you're driving. Not to mention how uncomfortable it is because you hit the back of your head the whole time. Right. But if something were to happen, if you were to get rear-ended or if you, you were to be in an accident, it's actually extremely dangerous because you've got this hunk of plastic sitting on the back of your head. You don't know where that's going to end up. So now yeah. women are sharing this on social media, saying, "Do not wear your hair up in a clock clip when you're." driving a it's uncomfortable b it's dangerous i've got another one i never thought about until this morning and i i must admit i was i've been looking for things that seem to be designed by men for men uh and and women are are kind of left out of the picture as our cell as, as our mobile phones get bigger and bigger some uh, apple came out what a couple of few years ago with the max or something like that mm-hmm. with their version of a really really big screen and women suddenly realized I can't type with one hand here. I can't do this with one hand. This is too big mm. for a hand that is generally about an inch smaller right. than uh, than men's hand oh. hands. And Apple kind of took some heat for that a few years ago. Wow. But still, the phones get bigger and bigger. They do. They never get smaller. They don't do get they? smaller. We don't necessarily <laughs> want a smaller phone. Although that, that time might come. Yeah. But for now, they're getting bigger and bigger. Okay, this text, certain gym equipment, this text says, smashes the hell out of my boobs and it's very Ooh, uncomfortable. Geez. So uh, similar to the massage table and the and the pool floaties, boob holes maybe? Boob holes? For the, for the gym equipment? Which gym equipment? I'm sorry. I don't know. Listen. Are you ever laying on your stomach doing anything? I can't think of anything. <sighs> Something with the, the back of your legs? It's got to be one of the, like, the circuit stuff. It's got to be something like huh. that. Okay, well, text us again. Let yeah, us know let what, us know what gym equipment, because I want to sure. know which one it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, add to the list. We're talking about things that are clearly not designed for women. What else What else is there? What are we missing? Mornings on Move 100. Connect with Aaron and Peter. Text 100-24-7. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. What's trending? Okay, so Canada's Got Talent. If you're looking for a new show to watch, may we suggest the new season premiering later on this month because there's a Nova Scotian competing, which is very cool. Uh, 19-year-old musician Evan Turnbull of uh, Glace Bay will be competing for a grand prize. That includes $150,000. And the opportunity to perform in America's Got Talent presents superstars live in Las Vegas, which would be very cool for him. Sure. Uh, The season kicks off March 25th, or sorry, 21st. 9 o'clock on City TV. Evan Turnbull is his name, by the way. He's 19. It's going to be so fun for him. Howie Mandel kind of takes the lead in the judges section of Canada's Gut Talent uh, rather than Simon Cowell, who does the AGT stuff. But uh, it's, a, it's a good version of the show. Yeah, of course. Very cool. Hey, it's International Women's Day. Here's something cool that's happening locally. There is a perfume made by a local woman, Barb Stagman. It's called Seven Virtues, and you can get it at Sephora. Now, today, they just launched their Coconut Sun Fragrance to celebrate International Women's Day. Mm -hmm. Now, it's for a good cause as well. Funds from the perfume will actually go to fund an entire clean water project in uh, Ethiopia, which is fantastic. Barb, the woman responsible for Seven Virtues, uh, got her start on Dragon's Den. Yeah, that's where we first kind of saw Barb's day. Yeah, very cool. So, again, the perfume is called Seven Virtues. It's all for a good cause. 
the new scent released today for International Women's Day. You can get it at Sephora, not only just here in Halifax. They actually sell this in Sephora across 16 countries. Mm-hmm. So it's a big deal. It's a big deal, and this coconut sun is gorgeous. Oh, it's amazing. It's summer. Like, yeah. Summer came early today, I would say. Absolutely. We'll get a photo of it up on our socials so you know exactly what to look for. Hey, and Sunny D is trending this morning. <laughs> uh, and I think we have millennials to thank for this. They're coming out with an alcoholic version of the iconic juice. What? Uh, yeah. Sunny D vodka seltzer. I mean, Sunny D, it's essentially orange juice. So Something like Picture that. like a screwdriver sure, in a can. Yeah. Uh, Sunny D said that they had fans big for this. They've been asking for years. I guess it's all part of the whole nostalgia, you know, feeling for the 90s right now. So they did it. It's rolling out in the States as we speak. Will it come to Canada? Probably not, but mm. I'm sure you can order it online if you're a big Sunny D fan. So it comes in cans? Yep. I think I'd be more impressed if there was a big jug of it in the fridge at all times. Oh, my God. You know, the alcoholic D. version. <laughs> <laughs> also, I was thinking this isn't the first time we've seen, like, cans from our childhood you know, have a hard version come out. Uh, Arizona iced tea oh, yeah. was a big thing when I was younger. You get it for 99 cents or whatever. They now have a hard version at the NSLC. Oh. So maybe this is a new trend. You a know, scary new juices trend. from our childhood. <laughs> I guess that is kind of scary. But that is what's trending this morning on Move 100. Password to paradise. Winner. Terry Lynn Munn, we've got the best news you're going to get, well, all day for sure. You are our 30th and final winner <laughs> of this year's Password to Paradise. You're going to Beaches, Turks, and Caicos. No. Yes. No way. <laughs> yes. Oh, my stars. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. Yeah. I'm so excited. My heart's, like, pounding a mile a minute. Thank you so much. Woo. Terry Lynn Munn, congratulations. Our final trip Winner to Beaches, Turks, and Caicos with Password to Paradise. 30 trips we gave away. Uh, It's not the final one. It is the final one for this year. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I know. But Password to Paradise will be back. We should probably do it again next year, shouldn't we? I think so. I think so, too. 30 trips to Beaches, Turks, and Caicos with Move 100's Password to Paradise. Terry Lynn Munn, congratulations as our final winner. But wait, you want to know what we have next? Sure. Coming up? Want to win $10,000? Now you can. With Aaron and Peter's $10,000 Minute. Answer 10 trivia questions correctly in 60 seconds. And we'll write you a big, fat, juicy check for $10,000. Play Aaron and Peter's $10,000 Minute. Presented by the Village Shops at Dartmouth Crossing. Oh, yes. Your first chance to win $10,000 is Monday morning at 8. Only on today's best variety. Move 100. I just bought a trip to Beaches, Turks, and Caicos with Password to Paradise on Move Radio. Yeah, Terry Lynn Munn, our final trip winner to Beaches, Turks, and Caicos. Winner of trip number 30. Amazing, Terry Lynn. <laughs> but listen, starting Monday, it's... The all-new $10,000 Minute on Move 100. $10,000. 8 o'clock. Oh, weekdays. my goodness. I'm so excited. And let's just remind people that we've given away three $1,000 prizes in the last two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. I don't know what's going on, but I like it. Completely <laughs> possible that you could walk <laughs> away with $10,000. Monday morning at 8 o'clock is when it all kicks off. Hey, the things that you said coming out of anesthetic. 
that how you call it? Is that how you say yeah. aesthetic? <laughs> uh, we do something called the Move Morning Mind Better each day. And yesterday's question was all about wisdom teeth. Right. Turns out we've got four. Yeah. And and, I didn't even know that. Well, and there's like 35% of us that are born with none. With none. And no. Peter was like, what? How is that possible? <laughs> how is this a thing? I just thought it was part of the whole tooth thing that, that everybody got them. Yeah. And it turns out that not everybody has four. Mm -hmm. Some people might only get one or two, but four is the norm, except for the 35% <laughs> who have none. I'm still kind of shocked. I know. It's pretty wild. Uh, but talking about, you know, getting your, you know, wisdom teeth out mm -hmm. and all that. And we just started thinking about the weird things that we've said when this has happened to us, when we're coming out of anesthetic. And, you know, I, I got my wisdom teeth out like a year ago. Almost exactly a year ago. And I'm in my 30s. That's kind of... I, you, I, I feel like you still have your wisdom I teeth. I still have my wisdom teeth. Yeah, but they don't bother you, right? They don't. So no. you don't need to take them out. Mine have been bothering me for like years. God forbid they should start. I don't want to have you that You don't experience. want to. No. Yeah, and I just put it off for too long because I was scared. But I did get them out about a year ago, and I'm still embarrassed the way that I acted coming out of that procedure. But do you remember how you no. acted? Oh, my God, no. But so they told have, me. You have to depend on other people, the staff, yeah. in this case, to it's, tell you. It's the staff because nobody comes in with you, right? So Renee would bring me. They made sure that Renee took my phone. You can't bring your phone in 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 when you're getting your wisdom teeth out anymore because you've of seen the, the videos. videos. Sure. You just can't do that. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but what made it worse is that when I went in to get my four wisdom teeth out, uh, I got the... Wait a second, your voice is familiar. <laughs> I think I know you. And I'm like, oh God, here we go, because I don't know what I'm about to act like. Right. So I was scared for myself. Anyways, I don't remember anything. They put the needle in my arm and I have no memory. Uh, but when I came to afterwards, the staff was filling me in. They said that I came out of everything, like once I actually was done the procedure, once all my wisdom teeth were out of my mouth, <laughs> I said to the dentist, oh, you are just so easy and so quick. God, and he was like, thank you so much. That's a great compliment. And then they shuffle you over into the other room where you have to sit for 25 minutes so you can get your bearings. But everybody in that room is messed up. Uh -huh. And of course, they're listening to Move 100 oh, in perfect. the clinic. Perfect. And who comes on the radio? <laughs> Myself. And everyone's going, oh, it's you, it's you. But I'm on like drugs. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, what do you mean it's me? I feel like I'm in an inception or an episode of Black Mirror or something. Right, how every, is that me? Everyone's pointing at me. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. I was just humiliated after I left there. And the next day we talked about it on the air and and bless the staff at, at the clinic. They were texting in saying, ah, it's fine. We've fine. seen much worse. Sure. We've seen much worse. We've all seen worse you know, reactions online with all the videos and everything, right? I apparently did. I had to go under for a procedure a few years ago, and I apparently did the most radio thing that you could possibly imagine. Oh, God. As I'm going under. What? Well, you have to speak. You have to talk while you're going under in this case so that they know that you're going to be fully under yeah. when they do the procedure. And so I'm talking along, and then apparently, I'm told afterwards, I said, and I'm going to sleep in five, four, you Three. counted yourself. I counted down. myself down. <laughs> and and they, I was I was out. And they told you that afterwards? <laughs> they told me that Were afterwards. you embarrassed for yourself? <laughs> no, way to go, Peter. I mean, that's actually pretty impressive. You could have said something way more oh, embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that thought went through my mind, I remember as well. Totally. Yeah. And it's fine. I mean, obviously, you're under some sort of influence, so you're not yourself. But it is kind of funny. You got to admit, once you come to afterwards, when everyone's telling you what you did, you're like, oh, my God. This text just in, I told the doctor to 
F off. Oh, and no. he was hurting me. Oh, no. I was 14. My mom was mortified. Poor mom. Like, don't talk to the doctor that way. So this is what we want to hear about. When you were coming out of anesthetic, maybe you were getting your wisdom teeth out. Maybe you were going in for some sort of procedure. But you said some weird stuff. You did some weird stuff. And someone had to, you know, fill you in afterwards. Share with us what you did. Mornings on Move 100. Connect with Aaron and Peter. Text 100 24-7. Texts are coming in. Feel free to call as well. But this text, I cried because I wanted ice cream in the recovery room. I also have video of me crying in the car about not getting Why ice cream. Why are we so emotional? <laughs> because I said I could have ice cream yeah. afterwards. It was a traumatic experience. Right? And this one, I had surgery when I was younger. And my dad said afterwards, I looked up at the very handsome nurse and said, Wow. Similar how I looked at my dentist and said, you are so easy and so fast. I think he liked that compliment. He was like, wow, thank you. Uh, Greg, good morning. Did you get your wisdom teeth out? No, but my stepdaughter did, and she was under like you. And when she came out, she was kind of groggy. Mm-hmm. But a gentleman was there with his wife, and he had had his taken out. So we're coming out of the, the hospital. And he's talking to his wife, oh, we get to go home, we can fool around and have a great time. <laughs> and uh, So the story gets better. Two days later, we're shopping at Costco, and who do we run into? The same couple. And I looked at her and said, did you have a good time the other day? Yeah, he's out like a light. <laughs> yeah, nothing says sexy like bleeding gauze falling out of your exactly. mouth. Exactly. <laughs> Halifax's Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. Also, is that like the most Nova Scotian story ever? You run into them at Costco the next day? I hadn't thought of And you know exactly who it is. You're following up with how the day went. They recognize you. You recognize them, of course. Gosh, that is hilarious. It's Aaron and Peter. Good morning. Mornings on Move 100. (laughs) Good morning. Okay, these stories are hilarious. Uh, We're talking about the time that you were on anesthetic. Maybe you just got your wisdom teeth out, like a lot of these stories. What did you say? What did you do? What was so embarrassing? When I got my wisdom teeth taken out, the text starts, I kept telling my doctor that he was so hot. (laughs) He had the bluest eyes. After it was over, he asked me if I remembered what I kept saying. He said it took a lot of medicine to keep me quiet, LOL. (laughs) I told him, I... Don't remember what I said. Oh, no. He laughed and walked out of the room. Apparently, I said lots. I I can only imagine the things that they hear. Doctors, dentists, surgeons, whatever. And are they, you know, like uh, sworn to secrecy? They must be, right? (laughs) This is patient confidentiality I'm going to go in with an NDA next time. Sign this, please, because I cannot be trusted. (laughs) You can't take video of me. You can't tell anyone I was here. Honestly. Yeah, and this one as well. uh, I cried because I thought the nurse wasn't letting me have gum. (laughs) Then I accused the nurse of stealing my gum. I didn't have any gum, Uh, right? Oh, no. Jeez. All right, Vanessa, good morning. You've got a story. Let's hear it. I took my best friend to get hers out, and they didn't put her under. Um, (laughs) So we were sitting there, and I was her support person. That was all fine and dandy. Um, She tried to convince myself and the dental assistant to let her walk out with a full um, can of laughing gas. Wait, and of course, once we told her no, like that, like Brianna, man, that's not legal for one. Um, 
I've never seen a girl cry over, la- or anybody cry over laughing gas, to be honest. She didn't like being told no. <laughs> no, it was the end of the world. And I have it all on video. I'm not allowed to put it on Facebook, but oh, you know what? I, I might, just oh, because. Oh my gosh. How was the drive home afterwards? Was she sobbing the whole time? Um, it was brutal. It was brutal. <laughs> it's the last time you'll do that, eh? <laughs> Absolutely. Aaron and Peter. Mornings on Move 100. More coming up. We're talking about what you said, what you did when you came out of some anesthesia. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got your wisdom teeth taken out. This is kind of where we're getting the majority of our stories the here major- this morning. Majority, but not all. The text starts, it wasn't for my, my wisdom teeth extraction. Oh. I did have two out. But when I was recovering on the stretcher after having my tonsils out, apparently I turned to see that there was a man on his stretcher beside me. I asked him, did they make you pee in a bottle too? <laughs> And then I fell back asleep. A bit later, as I was awakening again, I sort of recalled what I had done. I cautiously turned and, yes, he was still there. Hey, it's so so funny when you start interacting with other people who are also messed up. Because I have a memory of when I got my wisdom teeth out like a year ago, turning to the girl next to me in the waiting area where you have to sit for 25 minutes to make sure that you're okay. And I looked at her and her face was also full of gauze. She could not speak. Mm -hmm. And I said... You also got your wish your teeth out? And she looked at me like, obviously, you dumb dumb. It's the only thing they do here. What else here? are they doing here? And why else would my mouth be full of bloody gauze? And also, stop talking to me right now. Uh, funny. Thomas, good morning. You got a similar story? But I was at the dentist for the first time in, I don't know, probably 20 years, and I was terrified. So Dan and I had made appointments, and his was before mine. So they gave me these two little blue pills and said, just pop these under your tongue while you're sitting there while we check on Dan and do his appointment, and then we'll come and get you. I said, okay, great. That's the last thing I remembered. And, <laughs> oh, no. and Danny said, we could hear you out in the, in the waiting room and laughing, and he says, I don't know how they got anything done. <laughs> and then on the way home, I'm like, there's two cars coming at us. Be careful. I was so out of it. It was Valium. Oh, wow. I was Valium. so out of it. It was crazy. <laughs> When you I began, don't remember signing for the bill or anything. When you began the story and said that they gave you a little blue pill at the dentist's yeah. office, I was thinking, uh, that's not right. <laughs> Who's I didn't your say it was triangular. <laughs> <laughs> Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute. Carol Salon White is at work and ready to win some money. Is that right, Carol? I am. Let's do this. Let's do this. I love the confidence. Okay, so you get one minute on the clock, 10 questions, get them all right, you're going to win $1,000. If not, you'll get 10 bucks for each correct answer you give us. Carol, if you don't know the answer to something, just say pass. If there's time, we'll come back to it. But the moment you give us an answer, that is what counts. You can't take it back, okay? Okay, thank you. Ready to do this? Um, oh, sorry. Are you ready? No, no. How about now? What's going on? Not yet. Not yet. I got to get my radio. (laughs) Sorry. Well, you're going to hear it. You can hear it just through your phone. So listen to that because your other radio might have a little bit of a delay on it, okay? Okay. You can hear it all through the phone right now. Okay. Carol, (laughs) are you good? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, focus focus on us. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Carol Slamway, your $1,000 minute on move starts now. Carol, who smacked Chris Rock at the Oscars last year? Wilson. What precious metal is traditionally given for a 25th wedding anniversary? Oh, the 
gold. What does 200 times 6 minus 300 equal? Pass. What fictional community in PEI did Anne of Green Gables live in? Oh, pass. What is the capital of Kenya? Pass. What is the full name of the Halifax restaurant chain K-O-D? Oh, King Henry. King Henry VIII ruled what country? England. What, uh, can you name a designer named in the Megan Trainer song, Made You Look? Pass. What's a literary term for a word spelled the same backwards and forwards? Pass. Shakespeare coined the term star-crossed lovers to describe what couple? Romeo and Juliet. Okay. All right. We'll give you that one. Please. Okay, Carol. <laughs> time is up. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, let's go through the questions together. Uh, I think I heard Wilson was the answer for who smacked Chris Rock at the Oscars. Will, yeah, Will Smith. Sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> we were giggling at that one. Okay, so Will Smith. Silver is traditionally given for a 25th wedding anniversary. 200 times 6 minus 300 is 900. Uh, Avonlea is where Anne of Green Gables lived. Uh, Nairobi, capital of Kenya. KOD stands for King of Donaire. King Henry VIII ruled England. Uh, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, or Versace are the designers named in Megan Trainor's song, Made You Look. A palindrome is a word spelled the same way backward as it does, uh, as it's spelled forwards. And yes, Romeo and Juliet, the star-crossed lovers described by uh, Shakespeare. So how'd you do? One, two, three, four out of ten, 40 bucks, Carol Sloan White. <laughs> well, it's better than nothing. There you go. <laughs> a reminder, Carol, that uh, we give away the answer to question number 10 every day on our podcast. Call it the $1,000 Minute Advantage. Listen to the pod on the iHeartRadio app. Carol, thank you for playing oh, and you thanks. hang on the line, okay? Okay, thank you. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with your turn to win $1,000 in under 60 seconds. And don't forget, Monday morning, we're going to we're gonna up the pressure a little bit. We up the stakes. It's going to be Aaron and Peter's $10,000 minute. 10000 bucks on the line. That all starts off on Monday morning at 8 o'clock. In the meantime, 1000 bucks up for grabs tomorrow morning when you play the $1,000 minute. 8 o'clock tomorrow morning on Move 100. Mornings in Halifax with Aaron and Peter. Okay, I went on a mission yesterday after the show to find fruit roll-ups. <laughs> we were talking about this yesterday during Trending, the new fruit roll-up ice cream combo that everybody's making on TikTok. Mm-hmm. If you missed it, a woman went viral. She shared her favorite snack. She puts ice cream inside of an, a fruit roll-up, rolls it back up. It freezes automatically from the ice cream and creates this delicious, crunchy, crispy dessert snack. That's the, the theory. And That's a theory, the theory that we're going to test the hypothesis yeah. later on today. We're going to post a video later. We'll do a little taste test for you so you don't have to. <laughs> so I brought the ice cream. Yeah. Did you find the fruit roll-up? Okay, well, first of all, I had a bit of a struggle finding it. Uh, a lot of people were telling us that they sell them at Dollarama. Oh, yes. So I was like, okay, that's my first stop. Went to Dollarama, couldn't find any. That's fine. Walked over to Sobeys. I walked around Sobeys, I'm not kidding you, for 20 minutes right? before I found the fruit roll-ups. When was the last time I bought fruit roll Right, where's the fruit roll-up aisle? So naturally, I go to the candy aisle, right? The cookies and candy, because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, well, it is candy, right? Nowhere to be found. I think I literally walked up and down that aisle four times thinking, am I missing something? Then I thought, okay, maybe 
the baking aisle? I had no idea. I finally found it where the granola bars are, which so is not what I was expecting. School lunch yeah, aisle. the school lunch aisle near the pudding. It's just quite random. Don't they kick your kid out of school if he shows up with a <laughs> fruit roll-up? That's what I mean. But I, at one point, I did stop and I Googled <laughs> fruit roll-up Sobeys aisle because I just wanted to know if anybody had posted online where you can find them. Why don't grocery stores do this? Canadian Tire is a great example of who's doing it right. Mm-hmm. You go on the app, you search for what you want, you select your store, and yep. it will tell you exactly what aisle it's in. And how many of them are left. Can't grocery stores do that too? Please, why haven't we got... I would download your app if your app took me to exactly what I was looking for. Because for the most part, I think it's fair to say most like Sobeys are laid out pretty similarly, right? Mm-hmm. Most superstores, whatever, they're all pretty similar. So you this can is do doable. This. You can do this. How are people not begging for this to be a thing? Because you, for example, Peter, I know that your wife sends you to the grocery store and asks you for random obscure things yes and you're calling her going what aisle is this in yes where can i find this just very recently i had to go find cinnamon buns not any cinnamon buns but the biscuit style cinnamon buns biscuit style rather than the ooey chewy gooey cinnamon buns the ones that are more like a biscuit cinnamon buns i don't know what you're talking well, neither did the young man in the bakery. Oh. I didn't ask for, at that point, I said, where are the cinnamon buns? And the young man in the bakery had never heard of a cinnamon bun, and that's fine. Wherever he wherever he was before he came to Sobeys, <laughs> he didn't have cinnamon buns there. Are, are they pre-made, the biscuit? <laughs> yeah, yeah oh. well, no, they're, the biscuit type are already pre-made. They, are, they okay. are like a biscuit, though, rather than the soft kind of Cinnabon kind of of a cinnamon bun. So where? Anyway, I mean, just make me an app <laughs> that's going to take me to all the cinnamon buns, yeah. every cinnamon bun in your store. All the text coming in. Look, I agree. I love Canadian Tire for that, especially, I mean, I struggle in Canadian Tire. If I'm there, I'm getting something that I don't know anything about. Windshield wipers or whatever they're called. I'm like, I don't know. Somebody do this for me. Take some of your record profits, certain <laughs> grocery stores, and do the necessary work to give us an app that'll tell us exactly where to find every cinnamon bun. This text says, I haven't lived at home with my parents in over 10 years. I still call my mom if I can't find something in the grocery store. Uh, Oh my gosh, so many texts are coming in. Uh, Because chances are you won't find any workers available to talk to you. Oh, yes. Well, that's the thing. Everybody's busy. There's not enough people working. It's a struggle. I wondered when you went looking for the fruit roll-up, did you ask someone? No, because I was too embarrassed. Right? I was too embarrassed. I knew you because why am I them. a grown-ass adult buying If you went to the dollar store, that's the one place where you'll find someone, and they'll know where it is. Okay, vent over. <laughs> it feels better, doesn't it? I feel better. Grocery stores should be able to do this, right? Sure. Uh, in fact, somebody points out that Home Depot's website is the best for telling you where to find products. Oh. If Home Depot can do this, then grocery stores definitely can do this as well because they probably have an equal number of SKUs. To put in to, to put in where the aisle is, how many they've got left, all of that stuff yeah. that is available now on apps on Home Depot app and on the Home Depot app and also on Canadian Tire. Apparently, Chapters Indigo has a good map like that as well. If yeah. you go on their app and you look up what you need, you'll find exactly where it is. It just seems like something that we'd be able to make happen right. for grocery stores. Because how frustrating is it when you need one particular thing and you're walking around like a dum dum <laughs> yeah. over and over and Every over time. again? Yeah. Right? And right, and at the end, uh, at the end of every aisle, there'll be uh, you know popcorn, 
uh, pasta, uh, can uh, baking. Oh yes, yeah. but where's the sesame oil? <laughs> right. <laughs> And then you have to go somewhere completely different for it. Okay, but there's a theory about why we don't already have this. Because obviously we could have it, Mm -hmm. but this makes sense. This text says, grocery app will never happen. We'll cut into their small profits by having to go up and down each aisle looking for one item. Nine times out of ten, you'll pick up something that you never came in to buy. That's actually so true. It's absolutely true. Because you're because you're now you're looking at all the, oh. the shelves. You're you're paying attention. And so carefully you're looking yeah. at every shelf. Oh, I love grocery days where I can go and just peruse and and just see what's Do new. You? I truly love nothing Drives more than that. Really? Nuts. Oh, get me out of there. Oh, I enjoy it so much. I want to be by myself. I you can know, take my time. I can hang out in the baking section, like <laughs> where the pre-made cakes and cookies and all of that Where sort the of free samples are <laughs> right. for the children. <laughs> Peter's like, can I have one of those? I think this app is going to have to be something that we, we crowdsource or something, that it's going to have to be individuals doing this for for every store. This text is interesting. It says click and collect grocery shopping has ruined me for remembering mm. where things are. I guess because a lot of people just do that after they introduce that during the pandemic. It's kind of a habit now for a lot of people. So it's Aaron and Peters. Move morning mindbender. Some people love to shop. Some people not so much. <laughs> a survey asked a thousand men what's the thing that they dislike shopping for the most? Oh. And this morning on the Mindbender, we're looking for the number one answer. Okay, what do you think it is? Call us with your guests, 451-1313, or text in your guests right now to 100-24-7. Groceries, number one answer, coming in here this morning. Uh, feminine hygiene products. You would think that's Come not on. what this group of a thousand men said. Ridiculous. Clothing, this text says. Uh, tires. Okay, no, wait, the feminine hygiene products, we just know that we're probably not going to get it right. Well, okay? uh, you just need to be told once, and that's the brand that you got to buy all the time. Send Stick a with picture. <laughs> yeah. Send me with the box. <laughs> exactly, and then save it in your phone so you never have to ask again. <laughs> just, you know, just saying. Okay, feminine hygiene products, not yeah, the not, correct not, answer. Not that, not it. Uh, clothing is a big, big uh, popular answer coming in here. Number one thing men dislike shopping <laughs> for. A wife's birthday gift, this text says. <laughs> nice. Uh, Hygiene items, no. uh, home decor. Okay, getting closer. Groceries. Getting no. closer with the home decor. No. Number one thing that men dislike shopping for is furniture. Really? Yeah. That kind of shocks me. Yeah, I mean. they. Dis- you love furniture <laughs> I do a fair amount of furniture shopping. You do. But I, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm just guessing, throwing it out there. They know it's going to be expensive. Yeah. They know that if they have a a partner that they're not going to be able, this is not something you're going to be able to do alone. You're going to have to come to an agreement on it. And if your partner is indecisive like I am, I will take weeks to make a decision. Right. Because I second guess myself. And then bring it home and second guess it again. Yeah, it is kind of painful. Yeah, and it's going to be heavy. Yeah. And uh, and maybe you're going to have to put it together. Yeah. And, I mean, there are tons of reasons why men might dislike furniture shopping. Okay, so furniture shopping is the correct answer. You just said putting it together. Putting it together. That's where my head went. Forget furniture shopping. Can we talk about building furniture? Yeah. I was literally talking to one of my girlfriends the other day, and she just did a huge Ikea haul. Right. And she told me that she hired the Task Rabbit 
Oh, have you seen this? Put, I've seen that that possibility that you can you, you can pay have somebody put it together for you to come to your house yeah. and build your furniture. That right. is the first person I've ever heard in my life say that they've paid for the task rabbit service at ikea three kids who've gone through university i have put together a lot of ikea yeah. furniture you i mean you can of course it's everybody puts it together if they buys it most people anyway but you can ruin it too yeah you can, well, you can ruin it and it it causes fights and it takes forever much longer ikea furniture takes forever yes and there are no words on the instructions. I know. So you're like, what does this stick figure mean? What do I do? So, okay, anybody listening actually use TaskRabbit at Ikea? I have questions. I want to know, like, how much it costs. Mm -hmm. Is it awkward having this rando in your house spending 10 hours building your furniture while you lay on the couch and eat bonbons? <laughs> <laughs> Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.